Welcome everybody to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. I'm here with Dave Keishan twiddling the knobs. Josh Cohen is here and my guests tonight are Michael Chamberlain and Julia Wilson. I'm Mark Williamson, of course. Dave, hit the music and let's get started. everybody to Edge HQ. I'm Mark Williamson for Comedy on Edge, the podcast. I'm joined by Julia Wilson, Michael Chamberlain. Julia, how are you? I'm excellent today, thank you. How are well, you? I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. And Michael, how are you? Dude, greatest day of my life. Sweet. Greatest ever. Ever. Well, that, that would call. Sure, it's got to be a lot better than the other weekend, the grand final. Is it too soon to bring up or... No, it's not too soon. I'm still going through. I had. I'm. I'm. I'm gradually weaning myself off it. I'm a Hawthorne fan in oh, AFL. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and they played the Sydney Swans and we lost. But um, I had a dream about it this week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm building up. I've watched four minutes of highlights, like match highlights on YouTube, and then I've watched this week. I watched all of the Hawthorne goals. And I'm building up to watching the full thing. It's a yeah. sensible way. It's going to take immersion a while. therapy. You were there live for the match. I was oh, there. Oh, were yeah. you? How yeah. heartbreaking! Are you, yeah. you an AFL fan? Or? Um, I kind of am. In that, a couple of Melbourne comedy festivals ago, we did like a contra deal where the guys, the the Hawthorne Hawks, for those of us who aren't AFL yeah. fans, they um they were doing a radio program, and if we gave them tickets to our show, they would interview us on their show, and so we went along to one of the practice sessions, and I got to sit in the change room while they were all getting changed at the end and my comedy partner had to do all the talking because I was just unable to speak. So yeah, I'm a big definitely. fan yes. after that. Big, big, big fan. fan. A Hawthorne fan or? Just of that particular playing team. Just they the, were that, a bunch team, of were... dead set spunks. So they all just started um, yeah, um, just appealing. walking around nude and I wasn't making well, the any. Players, their shorts are pretty revealing enough. Yeah, they so... left nothing to the imagination and I'm not particularly shy. I was just like, hey, well done. Oh, nice one. Can we just flex a little bit more? Like they were, f- they were, and they didn't mind playing. They are a treat for the ladies actually. It's one, <laughs> really one of those sports where they're, they're not too incredibly bulky and they've got they've got And they speak in on. sentences and everything which yeah. is, a, I'm from Sydney, we have rugby league so that's quite, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. quite a surprise for me. <laughs> and well, I'm in the rugby league shape is a little an alluring shape, I suppose. It's like just huge, you know. I mean, I don't look away when they get their gear off, yeah, the rugby sure. league guys, but okay. still, I just, yep. you know, to it me, was quite... To me, I came from an AFL background and I'm a Geelong Cats fan, so me and Michael have issues 2008, uh, 1989, but, you know, we've, we'll work through those. Boys, we'll yeah. work those through. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I come from, like, for me, NRL, I can't get into. I try, like, to me, it just looks like guys running into walls yeah, five that, times and, and, and kicking. See, I can appreciate that guys appreciate sport completely differently to the way women watch it. Well, straight women, anyway. So, yeah. I watch uh, NRL, ARL from a totally different standpoint. Hmm. But I used to be a bouncer, and our local NRL team just made total dicks of themselves when I was a bouncer. So, yeah. there, was, there was one particular winning team that I had to dragged out personally every single one of that team at some point of the year, either by their hair or by the back of their pants. You just don't really respect them as much as you'd like to. You know, you don't want to go, yay, go run on team, you bunch of drunken bogans. They were a local team or an NRL pro team? NRL pro team. Really? Oh, Who were? Yeah. Come on. Oh, I don't, I'm not sure we're not going to get sued, but the yeah. uh, Manly Sea oh. Eagles. Yeah, well, I, like my, when I got to Sydney, like, I thought I'll adopt a team. Geelong's blue and white. I'll go for the Bulldogs. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was the year Coffs Harbour happened. And I used to go to the Beach Road Hotel and one of the members who's no longer there and he, I'd see him every Wednesday night and he wasn't a good spokesman for the game. He was... <laughs> or life, yeah, in yeah, fact. Yeah, like he's, 
his first name sort of is an acronym for a bit of a penis, and he was a dick. So <laughs> no, I think you can put two and two yeah, together and make out who I'm talking what about. What a cunning, cunning <laughs> yeah. play on words you just had. It's so difficult <laughs> to work out who you're talking well, about. The other thing is, I had one of my very first comedy gigs was at the comedy store for Raw. Oh, no, it wasn't Raw, it was Open Mic Night. Mm-hmm. And when I started out, I had. I had Canterbury Bulldogs jokes and I got off stage and I like I delivered this one joke and the joke was, what do the Canterbury Bulldogs and potato chips have in common? They both come in packs. <laughs> I love that. It's a nice, it got a good joke. reaction. Yeah. And then I get off stage and someone's going, oh, you know, the, the person I just referred to is here tonight with a couple of the team. I'm like, yeah, good one. And then I put my head out and he was there. Wow. And I yeah. bet they waited for you too because, see, there are some teams you can make fun of and some teams who take that shit really seriously. And I didn't like... the team that take it really I seriously. I stood backstage. <laughs> I, I bet I you waited. hid in there for a day and a half going, put me in the bin, the garbage man can take me out. I was helping the staff <laughs> pack up beers at the end because the main room was shut off. I, yeah, I didn't even risk it. And then I just like, because I was walking home, I went a different route. Yeah, I didn't risk that. Cause Smart man. I didn't really want... I don't think I'd have to explain. And he is... He's a very big guy. They like, all are. They don't, yeah, they're they don't massive. make them Yeah, small. yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I've seen too many up close, but um, I, I know when I've seen AFL players, I never get over how tall they mm. are and how yeah. big they are. When you kind of, you know, the, the little guy on the field's, you know, still 5'11". Mm. Yeah. Uh, I never get used to that. But I, um, I've, I've tried, I'm not anti-league or anything. I've tried, I'm, I'm, you know, I keep an eye on it and stuff. Mm. I yeah, try to get in, but I haven't kind of quite grasped it. I've been to a game and I, I, I know what's going on, but I don't yeah. totally know It's a, it's a pretty brutal game. Um, you kind of forget. That like you watch it on TV and you go, oh that's all right yeah. that's and then you go live and you just go oh my god yeah. that must hurt like yeah. that must hurt it's two hundred kilos just smashing together yeah. front yeah. on too which as a woman again m- we watch it from a different standpoint it's funny that I'm trying to think as a, as, as what kind of sport I would watch female volleyball women yeah, yeah there's that beach yeah, volleyball yeah, but how often does that come around you know I mean lingerie <laughs> football lingerie lingerie football but I'm thinking like even gymnasts like they're kind of a little short and a little kind yeah. of weird and they look, they look some of them look a little bit young like, yeah, yeah. yeah well actually that's very yeah. important actually. Whereas as being a chick I've got rugby league Rugby union I've got AFL yeah. Even soccer at a pinch If I have to I guess Like even athletics Like they're yeah. a bit muscly I Yeah I mean Female, you're showing the female rest, a, Professional wrestling It's not a Some would argue it's a sport Female professional wrestling Oh yeah that's it's, true are you, yep. Is that a good thing? It's good to look at no, really? they're, they're, They kind of look like dudes no, 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 you, you, no, no, you're um, kind of like no, they've, they've, they used, they went through a stage when they were actual real athletes. Now oh, the now WWE has realised we can get models to pretty yeah, much right. throw themselves oh, around. So I'm, I'm thinking like you're bodybuilders. Thinking chi- you're probably thinking China. Yeah, and you're you're talking yeah. more like wrestling and jelly kind of. They recruit it's, from Yeah, they're just if yeah. they had jelly in the ring, it's yeah, yeah okay. they've changed. I can appreciate that then because yeah. I thought maybe you were coming over towards my team for a bit, and no, quite no, frankly, no. don't like the competition. You don't like the competition. That's actually a very good point. Actually, the the female wrestler, the female wrestlers, um. Uh, uh, do have a particular type of body because I imagine if you were a uh, a higher jumper, you probably wouldn't want the implants as much. No, but yes. they 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 happy to. That would have to inhibit the things. modifications. They're Every there was anything. a stage where the WWF. Oh, sorry, I'm a wrestling nerd. I should just get this out. <laughs> really, that's a giant surprise. Yeah. I can, I'll be able to hold my own, you know. Oh, that's we'll, good. We'll that's educate, good. That's we'll good. I, I got but there, there was a stage when the WWE or WWF, for those who know it, when a girl would come in and all of a sudden she'd go away from it and she'd come back and she was enhanced. Bingo. Yeah, it was almost like, I think it was almost, oh, actually on the subject of that, we have a mutual friend who, the Australian Ballet Company, do you know that their final interview, they sit the people down and tell them what is physically wrong with them and what they have to change. Seriously? That is like I this person told me this and I wanted to like I'm thinking, how has this not been outed? I 
Like, no. you know, they'll tell, like, there was one girl who they told you to do ballet, you need a breast reduction. She had it. Like, that should be a crime. And the other girl, you know, you need to fix your nose. Wow. How is that allowed? Like, I don't, like, that ethically... Ca- I remember doing some um, some acting stuff and uh, and they went, okay, so we're going to, you're in the middle of the scene and we're going to build the scene around you. And the directors just yelled out, okay, now bring me in some tallies. And they brought in some, like, the tall extras. Bring me in some shorties. Bring me some fatties. And I was going, you can't call people fatty. He goes, yeah, okay, watch this. Bring in the blacks. So I was going, you can't say that because it, it was a rugby union ad. And so there was the all blacks versus uh, the Australians. And he was just calling black people, bring in the blacks, bring oh, in the gonna, fatties, bring in the shorties. I, I thought just, you were going to save it there by saying he was saying, no, bring in the all blacks. No, the team, not, no, the, no. not at all. And I just went, dude, you are going to get punched by someone. He's like, this is one of the last industries we can get away with this. I'm like, what do you mean get away with? Don't be that guy. No one likes yeah. that guy. It's odd that you do that in ballet just by the fact that I think I figure that. Apart from the front ten rows, no one can really tell what's you know looking too detailed at your face. But, yeah, yeah. But I imagine body maybe they go maybe gravity. I don't know. Like I mean, they're, they're yeah, balanced, I'm a hundred kilos. There's no way they're going to look at me and go, you know what, you need mm. to lose weight. I can appreciate that. But to be going boobs too big, nose mm. too pointy, like that's nose still weird. Finds weird cause I, yeah. they, don't they just all pull their hair back in a bun and put on a sh- skirt and they well, that, yeah. so show me one ballerina and it's ballet. the same one. Maybe I'll just race it. All ballerinas <laughs> yeah. look the same too. You're ballet That's what you are. Bring in the, back, the black ballerinas. <laughs> No, uh, so you'd be but going... I do find that funny though when people talk about their horror like um, acting tales or something. Although there's the there's the 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 actress like I think Christina Hendricks, the Madman lady, she yeah. talks about. She's like, you know, everybody told me to lose weight, and I didn't lose weight. And look at me now. It's like, yeah, you're in a you're in a in a, in a visual medium. You're yeah. in a, hmm. a medium where sex sells. Hmm. Like, yeah, people are going to tell you to lose weight. Don't yeah, but Sophie go Vag- into that world. Sophie Vagona from Modern Family. She was told early on in her career her boobs are too big. She's too curvy. She'll never make it. Now she's like I'm on. She's stuck. Like I think she. It's the same with me. music though. The, the one thing I was at music school for um for quite a long time there, and the one thing that everyone told you that you weren't supposed to be doing for for everybody that's been successful out of my music industry, my uh, my music school mm. years, um the one thing they were told not to do was the one thing they're now famous for. So that weird little crack yeah. in your voice, you got to get rid of that. You got to be more sort of you know mainstream and that weird kind of thing that you do where you don't look at the audience you got to get rid of that oh. it's the it's the thing that everybody you know that that's what they end up being known for and you kind of go yeah it's up to you do you want to be mainstream something or do you want to just have fun and do what you do it's like someone you might be attracted to it might be because of their crooked nose might be their little mm-hmm. imperfection and then they yeah. fix it bop over yeah. yeah but did you think like did you you music what what instrument did you play uh vocals and vocals? guitar oh nice guitar really badly by the way really when people bad. go what do you do i go vocals <coughs> good girl Volume is my gift in terms of what I can give to the world. So yeah, singing at the top of my voice. Now you mentioned any, anyone fa- anyone would know you went to school with, or mm. or just people. No, no, just kind of you know people that have kind of made it in the Sydney scene and kind of made it in the Australian scene. But they're all. Does the name Jeff the Wiggle ring a bell? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Which... They they live. Um, all the Wiggles live around where I grew up. And I was walking to my local pool like years and years ago. It was a really hot day. And a school bus pulled up and a little kid, you know, you don't often see little kids traveling by themselves. This little kid gets off the bus and he's walking in front of me. And there's this really slow part of the road, like a chicane you've got to drive through. And it was the one who was always asleep. Um, uh, oh, Jeff. Y- yep. That's because I don't know my wiggles very well. He was driving along and the kid saw him and he just lost his mind. Like it was at a spot where the guy had to slow right down to like 20 Ks and the kid just went. Yeah. And the guy looked at me and I was just like, it's, it, he's just walking in front of me. He just got off the bus. He's not mine. And this kid like just went into hysterics. And uh-huh. I, 
Felt a little bad that I just walked off and left him there, but I don't really know how to deal with humans, let alone little <laughs> humans. So. Did Jeff stop? Did like, uh, no, Jeff kept driving. I kept walking. Little kid can just deal with peeing himself right there on the street. Not really my problem. I would have loved to have been there and I um, couldn't get a ticket, but my the wiggles were like the first thing my nephew got into, you know, when he was about, you know, two and a half, three. Oh, bless. Probably two and a half, actually. Yeah. And, you know, he got the doona cover, his first big boy bed, yeah. and it was, you know, the wiggles, doona cover. But, um, to go and see them live in concert, my sister took him along, and I just would have loved to have been there because she said it was like you just couldn't believe that they were real people. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute! And then you know, the show is over, and he kind of wouldn't leave, and he wanted to go back in and just cracked it, you know. But I just would have loved to have been there just to kind of see. Just that she said he's just tapping her, just like tap, like point, looking, look, look, like. They're real. They're yeah. humans. Yeah, they're actual things that don't just live inside that box. I got to know? witness a lovely moment when um, so the Wiggles were made up of a rock band um, called the Cockroaches. And I got to witness this lovely moment where the Cockroaches were playing on stage. So it's a while ago now. And people in the front row started just yelling out, Dorothy the Dinosaur! <laughs> Do Dorothy the Dinosaur! Yeah, you so could just see co- these guys going... Yeah, you could see these guys just going... But we want to play rock music. Yeah. No, do mashed potato. And well, was you, just, I was hacking myself. Do you think they're going to like, because obviously the, the, the original Wiggles are retiring now. We're getting the new breed. Do you think they were like Peter Coombe? Do you guys remember him? I, I know the name and people have talked about him, but yeah. I, I, I can't remember his stuff. But, had, but I am of that age group. But it's just maybe just. Yeah, it. you didn't. Because it was, used to be on, I think it was on ABC. It was about, it played five minute clips throughout the afternoon. I, Think like he had the newspaper on the newspaper, Mama. That yeah. was his big one. But he's now playing. He's come back and he's touring to adults like our age group. Nice. He's doing concerts. Like he was at the Metro last week. He had a I can't like some band opening for him. And you know the crowd of our age group. They're coming with the newspaper hats. Do you think there's going to be Wiggles nostalgia? You know, for we're going to sure. There's going to be kids definitely. in the playground, got like ten, going. You kids, you five year olds, you don't know what you're talking about. It was much better back in my day. Like oh, I was, I'm a, I'm a purist. Yeah, I know, Wiggles one, and Wiggles two. Wiggle, what's this all about? Yeah. You know, I mean, my nephew, he know, he know, only knew the the Sam era. He didn't know the guy before. Oh, that, he didn't. You know? oh. And now they're they're all changed again. New, kid, new kids will come along. But yeah, I saw a poster for Peter Coombs, and they're doing. He was doing a kid show, you know, noon, and yeah, then doing and an adult dump. show that night. Nice. And it was like alcohol available. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the only on. difference. Well, so we see the Wiggles, you know, they'll they'll electrify Wake Up Jeff. You know, <laughs> yeah. I do remember hearing a guy trying to pull a route one night by saying that he was an understudy to the Blue Wiggle. Like that was he's like, hey, you might know me, I'm an understudy to the Blue Wiggle, and I was like. Ah! Yeah. If that gets you laid, you, the, Sydney women, I'm, I'm disgusted in you. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping you didn't use that in the playground. Like it was. I oh, so do I. Yeah, no, we were in an over 18 oh, venue no, at the time, so I'm know. surprised they lasted that long. You know, however many it'd have to be 15, surely. Easy, least, yeah, it's easy. 15 years. I think it might even be 20. Because they they began the franchises and mm. they're obviously making a lot of money from it. And you can you you just take the percentage now and salary everybody, and it's, I mean. I understand, like, the rock and roll joy kind of, you know, 10,000 people and they're, like, going, yeah, and they're flashing you and they well, I'm going to suck your dick. And, and, but then, like, you're there and you're doing the Wiggle Show. It's, like, just kids kind of dancing and shitting their nappies. for a while, but after 20 years of that, like, you'd be, like... I reckon the first time a kid walked up, like, a grown woman and went, I used to watch you when I was three, that huh. your little heart would break and you just go, I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. What She's do got reckon, kids around. Do you reckon that'd be sort of like, like I, I'm, I'm not casting aspersions on them, but... Obviously, where there are kids, there are mothers. Do you reckon, you know, yeah, they're getting a bit mama. of a... Hey, how you doing? Going back to wrestling, there was a famous wrestler. I can name him because he's dead, like most of the wrestlers. Brian Pillman. Um, he used to like w, he used to wrestle for WCW in the 90s. He was pretty big. Yeah. And what had happened is the kids had come backstage to meet them. And what he'd do is shake the kid's hand, 
palm it off to another wrestler and he'd take the mother back to his hotel room. Oh, well And this done. was like, he, they had a whole thing. That is a, mercenary. They called it a pillman. Like, you know, That's just, brilliant. you know, oh, I want to meet all the kids. But then he'd sort of shake the kid's hand, shuffle them off, take the mum back. And that was sort of so his So grooming, move. but the other way around. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it's, no, yeah, yeah. Play with and then do mum. I'm sure that, I'm, sh- I'm not going to say they did anything either, but I'm sure they've had offers. And I'm oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I think the high five, Guys have talked a little bit about the mums getting hit on by, and they were, they were a bit young, maybe a bit more, yeah, were, yeah. you know, early twenties. I've certainly got guy more. friends that watch an awful lot of High Five because the two chicks in there are pretty hot, and that's like, really, you're watching kids show, and he goes, look at, was it Charlie? The really, yeah, there was one yeah, really Charlie, hot yeah. she did, did she do a porn shit or a oh, zoo, zoo or something good after girl. when she left? I'm sure they've probably done a bit yeah. of FHM, maybe yeah. break the bad, the good girl kind of image. What well, they well, going to do? FHM's gone now, isn't it? I think zoos. I yeah. think Zoo's the only one left. Wasn't like, there a Heat magazine for a while there too? No, nah, I think what's well, no, nah, I'd never heard that one. Okay, maybe it's a UK thing. UK it's in my head, I'm like, I'm sure there was some kind of titty magazine. Well, you, you you spent a lot of time in the UK. How long were you over in the UK? Uh, for? Five years on and off. Five years, yeah. Nice. And just doing comedy over there. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And what what brought like both of you guys? Because you you grew up in Sydney, went away and came back. And Michael, you you originally Melbourne. I am, yeah. And you've sort of moved back. The last you you've I've been, been up here and, mainly, yeah. And sort of back. What 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 impression? Well, Julie, what impression you got? Has Sydney changed in the? Um, I went away. There was no ice, and I came back, and there was ice, and that was a dramatic change. Like I, I've never noticed the drug use because you know I come from a fairly drug using bunch of friends, mm. and uh, and so I was just like, why is everyone so angry in the CBD all of a sudden? What's mm. going on with all these really ranty, screamy? kind of jittery dudes and was going it's ice I'm like what I had no idea what they were talking about so that was the one absolute defining factor to me I just went wow did they not have this... ice in the UK or just oh, I think I think I had missed it in the UK oh, okay. and then by the time it got here it was just it had just kicked off like like nothing else I really was walking around going what's going on why is everyone so mad dude I had a cracker about five years ago I was right near at the front of the town hall hotel in Newtown yeah 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 and I was crossing the road and this poor lady she had a Long neck of VB in her hand, and she fell on the ground, and she Ooh. was messed up. Like she was, you know, her face was all scratched up, and the like. Mm. She actually cut herself a lot in the ground. The fall, anyway, she decided she just wasn't going to move. And so there's me and this other guy, and we were trying to encourage her to kind of get off the road, and people honking and people calling, "Get off the fucking road," you know. And um, it took a oh heck. It felt like an hour. <laughs> it really? wasn't that long, but it oh, took yeah. a few minutes, and she wasn't moving, and she was like, going, you know, just kind of ranting to us. And I remember I saw a pair of feet at looking down and seeing a pair of feet and I kind of followed them up and it was a bloke who had been standing there the whole time. And I said, dude, do you know this girl? And he's gone, yeah, yeah. And I've gone, can you help us get her up? And he's gone, oh, is that, say that again and I'll bash your fucking head in. Wow. And I was like, that's a unique <laughs> Yeah, response. like that. How dare you yeah. ask for my help to save a human being? I'll fucking go I've you. I've been so like, just like, just yeah. confused. Yeah. If I just see my face at that time, I just go, what the, what happened then? Mm. And then she kind of just rolled off, and that, and and we kind of my, the guy and we were, who we were trying to help, you know, who were trying to help yeah. get up, we just looked at each other and just went, "What? What the hell was that?" And Time to walk away. Yeah, but I've been walking past her, and they're getting past her on the bus about an hour later, and uh, they were, the the two people were just sitting there on the on the side of the path, kind of you know, having hell. a chat, hanging out, you know, just, just still there. It's just weird. Because back in the day when I was doing door work, um, ecstasy was massive, yeah. pot was massive, coke was massive, and you could just see what drugs people were on by how they were dancing and what particular song <laughs> they were going off. Yeah. To. And you know how to deal with people, you know, accordingly. Yeah. Um, the worst, I remember uh, having a guy having a roid rage who was coked up and drunk and just going, hmm, he's practically indestructible. So mm. I just had to get in behind him and put him to sleep because he was oh. just, he was going to take out the entire bar. He was a giant, just wow. a giant. So oh. things like that, you go, you don't ever like to actually cut off someone's airway until they stop moving. But yeah. 
if he if I didn't do that, he was going to take out literally like 20, 30 people. So I just went, nah, greater good. So you have um, a few skills up your sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I was um, trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu and yeah. um, oh, wow. Muay Thai kickboxing. So that makes me sound sexy, doesn't it, when you can't see me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, got some mad skills going yeah, yeah. on, and you'd be handy, handy at that. Like, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident with yeah. that kind of stuff, which yeah. is why I can travel. Like for those five years I was in the UK, I would leave Australia and I would do South Africa for a month gigging over there, and then I would do the UK for six months, and then Canada on my way home. Always travelled on my own and just kind of went. Meh, you can't really wander around being scared your whole life, so I'm just going to wander off and do these gigs and mm. see what happens. Because South Africa is pretty hardcore. Yeah, um, I've heard. Yeah. What is, is it still? I think it's been overtaken by Detroit, but it was the murder capital. Johannesburg, I think, was the yeah, murder capital still, of the world. I've never ever experienced racism like that in my life. Like oh, wow. it's just so, which means like it's so poor, it's so racist. It's it's so much more than I could ever have imagined growing up on the northern beaches of Sydney. That I got there and just spent the first couple of days just walking around with my mouth just going, oh, just a gasp. I, c- I couldn't believe it. Uh, but what that means is it lends itself to really good comedy because everyone is really tense. They want to laugh. You know, like here in Australia, we've got a pretty good quality of life. It's yeah. all a bit, you know, people laugh if they, you know, oh, yeah, fair enough. But over there, it's so tense that when they laugh, they're like, oh. so it's really... That's a really interesting point. Yeah, yeah so yeah. just, you know, from a sort of philosophical point of view, it's a really good place to do comedy. Get in your car and get out of there really quick. <laughs> like yeah. that's, I, there was one gig I did one year, because I, I did three years in a row over there. There was one gig that I did one year, promoter couldn't pick me up. And the mate of mine I was staying with couldn't take me, so I had to borrow a car and drive myself there. And I just borrowed like a shitty little Ford Meteor type thing. And I had five different kinds of security in the car for just in cases. And I've never had so many people tell, give me all these tips about, now when you're driving, you never pull up to a red light. You just start slowing down from 500 metres away. You never pull up behind the car in front of you. And if there's a dead body on the road, don't you stop because it'll be a trick. Just drive over it. And I was going, what? Oh, I just, it just goes against everything that yeah. I have ever... Like I, I come from the from the kind of background or if someone's suffering and you can help, you mm. stop and help no matter what. Well, and they were just like, no, no, keep going. It's a trap to get you. And, and you know, there was rape gangs over there oh. where the guys that had HIV would go second to the guys that didn't so they didn't cross-contaminate. Like there was oh. that kind of culture going on over there when I was there at the time. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I consider myself kind of yeah. – I can handle myself. I'm, I'm a bit confident. I got over there and just went, I'm just going to be really quiet and do my gigs and just get yeah. off. <laughs> well, you talk about the dead bodies. I – Felt or didn't fall for it. I was walking home from actually it was a concert up in Surrey Hills along Cleveland Street, and there's this guy in the middle of the road laying down, and his friends going help, help, and I had my headphones in. I took it, out, I got my phone out, and I'm calling. I had triple O, and I go, mate, there's, and I went out like I was just about to step out, and then all of a sudden the guy got up, and they all came running to me. Now what? Like I'm like, uh, and I'm and triple O's like, you're right, and I go. No, I need the police. Like, they're really... Yeah, you've gone from ambulance yeah. to police. But like, the thing I'm is, and these guys are like, give us your phone, give us your phone. And the lady on the... She goes, don't worry. And the next thing, they rerouted the... The police came, picked them all up. Because... And yeah, they ended up like... They got wow. charged. But it was just like... The floor in their plan was asking me not for help. I'll dial triple O because I was about 10 metres away. I had time to get through yeah. before they could... But I just couldn't... Like, it was literally probably about 200 metres from my house that this happened. Wow. And, yeah. How quickly did the cops sh- show up? Very. Like, it was yeah. in... Because they were at like, the big police station, Redfern, was literally around the corner. And okay. the lady on the phone happened to get through. Like, it probably lucky night for me. Yeah. Unlucky mm. for them, but... So, did you have much kind of confrontation time? Kind of talking them or, like, kind of they were... I was sort of... Literally that quick. That was sort of like, yeah, it was literally like, I was like, I, I, I'm not athletic, but I'd sort of moved into a bit of a jog and I'd probably moved a block. They were still following me. Yeah. And my thing then was I saw an apartment. My plan was 
get I was going to elbow in, like just open the door in the apartment block, go in there and just bang on doors to try and get everyone up. Yep. But yeah, I didn't even like I think I got to the door and the police were there and it was like they could see me I was surrounded by five people and it's like, "Oh yeah." And it was just I'm amazed at um with this horrible thing that's happened down in in Melbourne of of late. How many girlfriends of mine have sent me text messages or called me and said, "All right, I'm now officially scared to go out at night. Can you teach me some moves so yeah. that I can mm. And because, I mean, I teach girls completely different stuff to what I teach the guys. Yeah. But um, just to, to go, you just need to be able to get away. You don't need to yeah. be able to win the fight. You just need to go whack, 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 and then run like nothing else. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting to be able to say, okay, here we go. This is, this is what I'm going to teach you, and this is what I'm going to teach you. Because yeah. it's a different kind of <laughs> – look at us on a comedy podcast talking yeah. about fighting <laughs> no, techniques. No, 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 no. <laughs> but um, there's a different kind of technique that you would use for if you think – like. Y- if you're in the middle of nowhere and you're by yourself and you really need to make sure this ends now, you would mm. use a completely different technique to, you know, being on Cleveland Street in Sydney and knowing that there are hundreds of people around you just have to get someone's attention. You know, that's yeah. yeah. totally different techniques. Is it a testicle throat based Never. Kind of stuff? I, I never oh. teach women to go for the testicles because nice. guys that attack women expect them to get kicked in the nuts. Oh. So they keep their hands nice and low. So I teach them the double cup to the ears, just whack. So like one cup on each ear because yeah. that just whacks your inner ear, the equilibrium, you're down. If you can't stand up straight, you can't rape yeah. women. So that's, mm-hmm. that's the big that's one good. I've taught. So yeah. I was, like, I've, I've grown up my life watching wrestling. US. I, like, I, I've done a little bit of taekwondo, but nothing. My, like my fighting technique, my survival technique is based on Karate Kid 3. <laughs> You know, the, the evil it's guy. The one who with Hillary. No, no, it's four. four. <laughs> this has got. I didn't um, know there was bad a boy. four. No. Yeah, no, it don't. In my f- mind. It was bad enough they made a Highlander 2. The remake and Karate Kid 4 don't exist. Oh, it peaked at three. Yeah. But the technique is the bad guy who takes Daniel under his wing. He's teaching him a new style. And the first thing is he's got him hitting this. He goes, go for the nose. A man can't breathe. They can't fight. And then the next one is like, go for the shins. A man can't stand. He can't fight. Nice. And then the next one's go for the rim. He can't breathe. He can't fight. And I'll face, you know, that was like my backup plan was like, okay, remember Karate Kid 3 in any situation. <laughs> I, I like on every door in the apartment, then remember Karate Kid 3. I'll scream. <laughs> no, my, my first weapon is noise. A loud yeah. scream. My first weapon is scream like a girl you know. for 20 minutes. Because I, I knew that, like, fight, I knew watching Karate Kid 2, I knew the crane technique wasn't going to work. Because yeah. right. the guy in Karate Kid 2, he got around that, like, Daniel's like, I got my crane kick. And he's like, no, I've got this. And yeah. yeah. He just swept the other leg. Yeah, yeah, he did. He's just like, <laughs> really hard work. I remember as a kid watching that going, well, that wouldn't work. <laughs> I already knew enough. Then I'm like, that, that's ridiculous. The guy would get flogged. Oh, the guy. Got... <laughs> uh, well, the, see, Karate Kid, like, Karate Kid was my, like, it's still my, I, do you guys before a gig have any psych up? Like, I do actually. Motto? I shadow box and it kind of freaks some of the other comedians out. I shadow, yeah. I um because I have a huge surprise. I know I make a lot of adrenaline just kind of on a day to day basis. So just before you hit the stage, I am flooded with adrenaline. Uh, so I need to kind of burn some of it off. So you'll see me backstage doing my thirteen punch combo, just kind of, and it's hilarious because some of the guys just kind of go, "Okay, I'm just going to leave you to it and walk away." And other guys are like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "It says so much more about them than it does about me yeah. and by their reaction." So why are you making adrenaline? What's, what's I don't know. I've, I've always done it though. I've even had scans to make sure I don't have tumors on my yeah. on any of my adrenal glands or anything like that. Like that's how much adrenaline that I make. So um, it's just one of those things. Okay, it's just jammed on, but it's hilarious to see. You know, people react to, and I never do it obviously in front of an audience or anything like that. But it's hilarious to watch the other comics like, "You're right there, Wilson." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." Yeah, yeah. Walk out on stage. <laughs> so it's 
because I'm, I'm a giant Henry Rollins fan and to see him before a gig doing push-ups and stuff like that, oh. he, he kind of makes sure that you can see him from uh, the audience. <laughs> yeah. There's always someone in the audience that can clock him sweating and yeah. I usually try to make sure it's me, but that's, uh, you know, okay, you see him doing that, whereas I make sure that no one can see me while I'm being a total bloke and then walk out on stage and go, oh, and talk about cocks for 25 minutes. Like that's, <laughs> it kind of confuses people. Gets the arms going. And what about you, Mike? Any pre-show gigs or any? Not really, no? actually. No, just looking over notes and such. No. Yeah, I can't think of anything. You know, I'm not really a big music guy or anything. And oh. I don't know, the idea of being fired up for a gig. <laughs> you seriously haven't done enough for Western Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When was the last time you were at the Manly Bow Shed? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, um, I'm trying to think of other, other little techniques. I, don't, I remember one lady, she... They... It's like a Prince song, but it was like Prince, like kind of the diamonds and pearls kind of era, and she oh. put on full bore and play that, and I was like, "That's a weird." That is an pump unusual pump. It's like you know one of those cream or get off or something. Yeah, oh, I was that's like, "That's a weird kind of." Nice. Know, it's not high the tiger. I really enjoy watching other people getting ready for gigs because you can just see what's going through their minds. Some of them are just shitting themselves, mm. and others like, <laughs> yeah. "Calm down, it's all right, settle down." Quite interesting. So, Julie, you're a Henry Rollins fan. Giant. So, giant Henry Rollins music fan. Music or he's... Both. Everything. He could read the phone book. I'd listen. See, because I, I had a theory. I had an interview with him early on when he first started his spoken word saying he had a disdain for stand-ups. Yeah, he did. It's yeah. hilarious when you hear him talk about it too. And you go, it's totally what you are now. Because yeah, Jim Jeffries, he, he's on record as saying he thinks Henry Rollins is a pretty poor stand-up comedian masquerading as spoken word. Yeah. Like, is it... <laughs> like I'm going to punch Jim next time. You're going to punch Jim? No, that. no, that's already been done. Um, <laughs> I suppose it's your intentions. I mean, Henry Rollins isn't intended to go out mm. and make yeah. people laugh, and he's never yeah. marketed as that. He's kind of like a similar sort of thing to Jello Biafra, where they just go out there and talk about whatever it is that's on mm. on their mind at the time. And I could listen to both of them speak for hours and hours. Henry's stuff is is quite funny, but he's talking about stuff that, being a giant sort of music fangirl, mm. listening to him telling stories about hanging out with like Ozzy Osbourne and, and this happened and Black Sabbath and blah, 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 blah. And he's talking about him being a massive fanboy and hanging out with that kind of stuff. You literally, I'm mm. so riveted. Um, but I, I met him out the front of a, um, of a gig in Edinburgh during the festival one time and just chatted to him for about an hour and a half without being sort of, oh my God, oh my God. It was just the two of us chatting. He mm. can converse on Australian politics and American oh, politics. Wow. And yeah, he's so knowledgeable. You're like, oh God, can you just kick puppies or something? Do something um, that I don't find completely fascinating. Like he's, he was amazing. Absolutely cool. I remember being watching late night ABC maybe. Heck, I don't know. It might have been you know, 17, 18 years ago. And watching a guy on a stage telling a story and went for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and I was like, what the hell is this shit? And been riveted the entire time and then eventually finding out what it was and who it was and had never heard of him before that, you know. Yeah, no um, And, yeah, it was quite fascinating. Yeah. Well, it, it, it really enjoy that kind of stuff. And same with Jelly yeah. Biafra. Anytime Nick Cave has a little bit of a chat between his songs, you just can't help but be completely riveted because these are guys, like, you want their life. You want the touring and yeah. the mm. music and the knowledge and the this and then they're telling you about it. It's like having a big brother who just won't shut up. It's awesome. <laughs> Well, for me, like the greatest performer I've ever seen, and this is the the concert was it was out at Homebush. It was a Sunday night. The first act went on at eight thirty. They played till nine. The second act went at ten past ten to eleven. The headline band came on at one thirty in the morning. Was it Guns N' Roses? Yes, <laughs> you knew who it was. But well, by this time, I was so annoyed because it's Sunday night. I got out of work. I'm like, the whole crowd. Everyone's like, oh, city. It cost City Rail three hundred thousand dollars because I had to hold the wow. trains back. But the minute he stepped on stage, he you Blew he could have away. given us another four hours. He yeah. was just that phenomenal. And that's recent? That was 
probably about five years ago now. When he came out with like... It was, no, it was when saying guns are... It was Axl Rose with his support band. Yeah, it wasn't, sure, sure. But yeah. Just, yeah, he is sure. notorious though for yeah. not turning up. He's, there's stories of him like going to the gig and going, oh, hang on, there's going to be a, a fireworks show on here tonight and mm. stopping watching mm. the fireworks show. That finishes at midnight and then going on and going, is everyone still here? All right, let's do this. Well, that tour, he was the Brisbane show. No, oh, no sorry, the Melbourne show. The support band Rose Tattoo, the first one, they got on stage at eight thirty. At the stage, he was at Brisbane Airport, <laughs> and it's like he's you know. So they're like the promoters are like he's just what what, what? yeah. It's, it's just, a bit different too. I'm ringing you from the cab on the way yeah. to the gig. Yeah. It's like I'm in another state. Like yeah, it's just like <laughs> we I've, have to Qantas has to get us there. I don't know. <laughs> but the whole thing is like like the guy like that aside like it was the most phenomenal. For, like the guy can just he see he's a performer like he can hold the whole room and he can still go. I yeah. Mean, his body shape hasn't changed too much. He's muscly. He's very... But the thing is, like, there was... They... Because they've got... They've replaced Slash with three guitarists now and three amazing guitarists. <laughs> Slash just goes, I'm a fucking legend. It took yeah. three dudes to put my shoes. Like, these I'm guys, like... Yeah. It'll it's like start- your ex now going out with three men. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <it's> <laughs> That's what it took to fill my shoes, baby. <laughs> well, like, Axel were like, Welcome to the Jungle was the first song and I think it, they did a 15-minute version of it because he'd come out singing his bit, then he'd go backstage... And I've heard from, because one of my mates works there, it was for Oxygen, yeah. massive killer guitar Holy solo. Shit, really? Then he'd come back on. Like, the energy he puts out on, like, performing was, like, phenomenal. But, yeah, there's a lot of times when he'd go backstage, costume changes, air. But, yeah, it was just, it was <laughs> rock star. Could you it's imagine just... as comedians if we did costume changes throughout our festival show? Excuse me while yeah. I go and be self-indulgent and change my clothes. That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's part of the fun of it, too. Like, oh, yeah. he's a... You know, it's from your childhood too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing to it as well. Well, I'm a massive Rage fan. Like for me, Saturday Night's Rage, I love. Well, like Henry Rollins. My when I think of Henry Rollins, I think of his film clip for. I can't think of the song, but yeah, I'm a liar. It's Henry just in red. red, This song starts out. (laughs) It'll wake you up anytime you hear it. Just him in red, going, (laughs) "I'm a liar," and he almost comes through the TV, leaning forward. I'm a liar, liar. Yeah, it's just so intense. That song goes for like seven minutes of him just screaming. But it's like, like I love nothing more than like getting home on. Sat down, just rage, sort of half falling asleep. The good songs will wake you up. That song, if I'll be up for the rest of the night, because it just wakes you up so much. Shot of adrenaline, wake up, wake up, liar. <laughs> nice. When I was at music school, um, we were doing. Uh, we all used to have to kind of take turns in in who would sing and who's doing lead guitar and who's this. And the lead guitarist had to do a couple of covers, and he he wanted to do some ACDC back in black and that kind of stuff. And every all the other singers there were kind of a little bit precious about their voices. And I no, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> so he's like, "Can you can you sing on that for me?" And I went, "Sing ACDC. That's pretty big shoes." He's like, oh, "You're the only one. Doesn't matter what kind of job you do. No one else is going to do it." And I went, "All right then." We could rehearse twice and perform at once each day. Otherwise, I couldn't speak. Oh, so wow. I don't know how the hell everyone else is. You know, there's ACDC cover mm-hmm. bands apart from actual ACDC. I don't know how the hell they do that because I I just can't talk afterwards. Well, that's wow. So for those out there, karaoke ACDC night. No, nah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, I went down Fremont, in Fremantle last year in December and saw the old Bon Scott uh, oh, really? statue down there. Yeah, yeah. We got we. I was I got lost trying to find it. We never. I feel bad. I didn't get that. We were running like like we were over there for the comedy festival. So we yeah. went at like three thirty in the afternoon. We got lost and then it's like we've got to be on stage soon. So we missed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I it still love it. Yeah, it wasn't the pilgrimage as such, but I just kind of I had a gig in Fremantle. I went down early just to have a look around. Like it's such a, a wonderful. Part of the gig world. Freo is beautiful too. Yeah. Just the whole the whole area. You know, is that the one at the brewery? Back, kind of part step yeah. back in time, part 
stepped into the future. Yeah. <laughs> like I still laugh at Chris Franklin, one of our comedian mates, has got um, Bon Scott's date of birth and date of death tattooed on his arm. Really? And uh, yeah, and I was at a trivia gig a while ago and just had to text him and go, look at your arm. What's the date of death? <laughs> and I'm like, sweet, there are points no one else is getting. How good is this? You didn't think to Google it. You only, just no, only Franklin would be faster. Anything to do with ACDC, he's just like straight in there. He is such a fan. Wow. Yeah, Bonnie's to him what Henry is to me, I think. Oh, wow. Is there, is there anyone, Michael, any musicians that sort of you, you're in that? I'm not a huge music guy myself. I did, I did go to Guns N' Roses at uh, um, was it the Sandown Raceway in Melbourne um, back in, what, 1992? Yeah, that would have been three. angry with Rose Tattoo and Skid Row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Skid Row. God, <laughs> well, Sebastian, Sebastian back. back. Oh. Hey, he's I a, remember I, you. I've got a girlfriend, but he's a star. He's he's got yeah. You'd, I could, you'd jump the fence, wouldn't you? Well, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't. Uh, he could be the big spoon. Let's just say. <laughs> and was um, Guns N' Roses your pick for that night, or were you a, a Skidders fan? Uh probably Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was lucky enough to have a chat to Angry Anderson actually last year, and he was um. And I was fascinated because people come, people, people were going, oh, you know, coming up trying to quote quote save me, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm talking angry. Yeah, and I'm like, no, man, I'm talking angry. Off, I'm talking about anger. I'm talking about an hour two. Just, and it was just about you know touring with Guns oh. N' Roses, and he's like, you know, saying, oh, you know, slash, uh, actually used to carry a gun because he thought people would want to kill him, and and uh, his own band members. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but at it, times I was like, dude, I just want to hear you know, yeah, stories about all the touring, you know. Yeah, well, because he's yeah, like Axel loves Rose Tattoo because yeah, they every Australian they tour they've been they, fell they covered, them, didn't they? Yeah, they covered one of their songs on their first EP. Well, from what I could gather, he was touring, playing with them in America too. Yeah, 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 like they were, yeah. But the thing that, and this is probably bring it back a bit. Um, when Angry, when he supported them, he'd do a song and then he'd go, "Just want to say something about refugees. <laughs> you can come here." Learn the language. And the crowd's cheering. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. this don't, is just like, no, don't, do don't cheer this. Yeah. Like, I like, because my memory of Angry Anderson is like in the 90s when he used to be on a current affair, yeah. going to some poor cancer kitty's house, giving him the backyard, the holiday, and being a genuine nice guy. Definitely. And, that, and I'm like, oh, this is Angry. Oh, yeah, oh, he can so rock. My, my and, first memory of Angry is sitting at a set of traffic lights again over my way. <laughs> And with I'm Jeff sitting, the Wiggle in the backseat. No, no, I'm on my motorbike and I, I see this car pull up on the other side of the set of lights and I see Angry pull up in his car and he looks over and sees that there's a woman in the car next to him and there's a kid in the in the passenger seat without a seatbelt on. And he got out of his car and just started marching around to yell at the woman for the kid not having a seatbelt on. The lights changed around me and I just sat there and watched what was going on. And this chick's just like, you know, quietly winding up the window going, I can't see you, I can't see you. She was kind of, you know, employing the, the pet view of if I close my eyes, I can't see you. So she's like trying to put a window up and he's just screaming at her. And he's only, for those of you who don't know who Angry Anderson, he's only about... Five four, five five. He's a very short yeah, guy, a, yeah, covered in tattoos with a bald head, just screaming, going, What the fuck is wrong with you? You're a bad mum. Put a seatbelt on that kid. And I was like, Well done, my friend. So, so it's a shame to hear him talking about refugees like that. But oh, I think he's, he's taking a very sharp turn to the Yeah, right. he has. He did that, um, oh. go back to where you came yeah. from. And on QA, he sort of, yeah, he's. He's been edge. I think he's just one of the na- that generation of yeah. He was sort of shown. This mate, my mate went to um Afghanistan, um, Afghanistan or Iraq with uh, maybe Iraq with him actually, and um and Angry said the two things that he was known for were the playgrounds and you know yeah. doing the you know it was that kind of thing of um we've only got a day to make a playground. <laughs> Let's go and meet Dick Smith. Give yeah. us the money, you know. And also, um, suddenly on um oh, oh yeah suddenly Scott Chalene's wedding. <laughs> Well, thankfully, they well, didn't the remember things. him for the... Was it the 1990 <laughs> grand final? Or? 
Uh, the Batmobile? The Batmobile, Bound for Glory. Wait, Bound wait, for Glory, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Halftime. It's a bit of a notorious career, actually. Yeah, sort of, yeah. we're, we're covering the ups and downs of... Gee, Angry, you're great. Don't get us wrong, you're great. Yeah, you've right. been toured with Gunners, they loved on. you. Mm. But yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you're it's actually quite iconic in some <laughs> of the Australian history. Yeah, he's got some big... I he's, forgot about the one on Neighbours. Like, with yeah, the Kelly Gang. And uh, he, uh, he he dismissed the Whitlam government. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. I believe he was somewhere near the the uh, dingo site. <laughs> I think if you fold the five dollar note in a certain way, it's actually <laughs> Angry Anderson. Odd thing, he's an icon. He's an icon, Angry Angry Anderson. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming along. We could chat Angry Anderson. We probably will chat Angry Anderson all night. <laughs> I need um, more beer. You need more beer. <laughs> if I'm going to talk about Angry Anderson for four hours, I think it's I'll a law. I think we, we better we better get into Jack Daniels for That's Angry. Right. Shoot its clang. Sure, we'll find him. He'll come <laughs> yeah. and drink with us. Nothing foreign. So, go, no, no, definitely no Asahi. Um, so, Michael, are you, you're on Twitter, Facebook, web. Oh yeah, I am. You what's your, what's your like Twitter handle? So yeah. for the for the Chamberlain M. Chamberlain M. Julia, yeah. you I'm on? I'm Julia underscore underscore Wilson, but it's mostly MotoGP motorbikes that I talk about. So, if you like your sport and me talking about blokes, then you follow like me definitely. And Dave, Dave, our sound guy, who's what you're on Twitter at? Uh, Dave Keishan. That's it. But Dave Keishan. How did just out of curiosity, Simple. I heard you, I've heard you say that. How do you spell Keishan? Uh, correctly. Well done. <laughs> well done. That's why we don't let him on the mic that often. Uh, K-W-E-S-H-A-N. So you're not even close to what I was thinking. Yeah, no. What about you, young Mark? What's and your... I'm on Twitter at M underscore W underscore O-H. Also, Comedy on Edge is on Twitter at Comedy on Edge. Guys, thanks for joining us. For those out there, check out ComedyOnEdge.com to see what's coming up at the shows and the podcast. And if you're on iTunes, give us five stars. It costs nothing. Thank you. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>